Oh my god, Sarah, we have to stop meeting like this. <laughs> I guess, welcome back to Endgame, a Riverdale podcast where two awful people and also a third person review an awful show. <laughs> I am your first host and honest murderer. I'm your second host, Weatherby's Dick. And I'm the other person, Witching Hour <laughs> at Thornhill. How are we doing this week? How are we feeling? I'm sad. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, sad. I'm Weatherby's dick. I forgot my name. Not your own name. Honest murderer. We're not even like two seconds in. Do you just want to be uh, also Weatherby's dick? He just has two. It's like an echidna dick. <laughs> There's just multiple. Oh, <laughs> this no. is off to a really good start. Love it. This Love is going it. well. 10 out of 10. Just, just a peek behind the curtain for you, Sarah. I I was up really late dealing with drunk people. Oh, that's because fun. Because two people were sleeping in both of the beds in my dorm room, so I had to find somewhere else to sleep. Stop oh, letting no. them do that. I've given you many solutions to this. Weatherby's dick wakes up really early to talk to her girlfriend because all of us are in different places right now because Weatherby's dick just moved back to the States. And so, and so it's real hectic. Yeah. Oh, but now I get to see your face. So that's fun. I'm also in the process of moving, so that's fun for me. Yeah. I am also in the process of moving. So sucks really to be you if, guys. If if this editing sucks, blame <laughs> that. My bad person story is that um when I was young in elementary school and I had just gotten a phone at like 13, 12, 11, something, I was friends with this girl and she called me and she talked for a really, really long time. And then when I hung up, I turned to my father who was in the car with me and I went, God, she talks so much. So then the next day I went into school and I hadn't hung up the phone and she had heard me say that oh, no. to my dad and she was really mad at me. And I, there's nothing you can do in that situation because you can't be like, oh, I didn't mean it because you obviously did. And like, there was nothing I could do about it. And I felt really, really, really bad. Like, That's really yeah. funny. I know. That's the thing. That reminds me of, so you know that I do this, but whenever anyone leaves, like, from a group, as soon mm -hmm. as they're, like, almost out of earshot, I scream as loud as I can, oh, God, thank God they're gone. Yeah, you do that. And so I feel like if that ever happened with me, I'd get off scot-free. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's just the bit. Yeah. But, oh, no. There's no way to recover from it. Because, like... If you say something mean to someone, you can, like, recover because you can talk about it. But behind their back, there's no way I can get out of that. That's just terrible. So my bad person story is that I don't like my birthday, which is this is a bad person story that I should have told on the birthday episode. Mm -hmm. But I don't like my birthday. And because I don't think people actually remember my birthday and they just find out from other people that it's my birthday and then say and happy the other birthday. People, by other people, you mean me. You. <laughs> they find out from other people and then say happy birthday and it's meaningless. Because I'm like, it doesn't mean anything if someone that didn't know your birthday says happy birthday. That's empty gesture. So I really don't like social media that tells people my birthdays. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, that's pointless. So right before my birthday happened, I changed my birthday on Facebook and Snapchat to the day before my birthday. So that when my birthday was coming up, I could see who actually remembered and who okay. was just getting Witching it Witching Hour media. did something similar like two weeks ago, and it was really funny. Yes! <laughs> okay, so. That we is all a bad person story. Yeah. You have one. Yeah. 
we all know how I'm bad with technology. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So when I made my Facebook account, I was in the company of my mother, who is awesome. I was making my Facebook account, and my mom was like, oh, don't put your real birthday. Don't do that. They'll know. And I listened to her, so I said my birthday to, what was it? Was it the 13th of March? Yeah, I think so. It was May? like March 13th. Yeah, no, May, I think. Yeah. May 13th or something. And I didn't, and it. I didn't change it, so I just stayed on Facebook, and people kept congratulating me, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I just laughed, because she did it to herself for no reason, because, like, why would you not put your birthday? Like, it wasn't even on purpose. Like, I understand um, an honest murderer's reasoning. Like, I got that. Yeah, But this one was just because you were like, yeah, whatever. I'm no brain cells here. Like, it's... You could get it. was so funny. Sorry. She was like texting me, freaking out about it, and I was just laughing. That's. Here's. If you do that, so if you choose like your Facebook birthday to be your half birthday, so like just far enough away from your birthday that it seems like a long time, I feel like you could get more gifts out of this deal. Ooh, that's actually good. That's actually a good point. Yeah. I feel like this is an abusable feature, you know? My name should be abusable feature. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna cross Weatherby's dick out. No, on the no, my name is Weatherby's dick is an abusable feature. Oh, that's that's a sentence. <laughs> I love I myself. hate it. I oof, I don't like that. No, nope. you, you have to deal with it. I know. <laughs> I know. You sound so resigned. Like, <laughs> Anyway, do you want the description for this week? I do not like the implication that Weatherby in his off time has really rough bottom sex. I don't like it. Remember when he tried to have sex with Archie? Oh no, what? Anyway, what, what is the synopsis for this week's episode? Chapter swell. Chapter swelton. Chapter swellementeed. Cut it out. No. Chapter swell swell. Restart. Chapter 12. Anatomy of a murder. Shocked to learn of the arrest, Archie and Veronica realize they need to tell their parents about what they uncovered. Jughead reluctantly joins his friends in a quest for the truth, and Cheryl confronts her mother. None of that seems to be what actually happened in the episode. What? <laughs> I, they looked at, like, maybe two scenes and wrote the synopsis. That's what they always do. They looked at the first scene and the last scene and were like, that's it. That's what we got. Also, we will actually have to talk about the episode because there was a lot happening. What is the first scene of this episode? Okay, this is the first episode that does not open with Jughead narrating. It doesn't? No, he doesn't narrate at the beginning at all. It's Betty talking to... Archie and Veronica. Shit friends. Shit friends, yeah. I I can't I can't express to you how much I love that the plot of this episode revolves around Archie and Veronica being good detectives. Yeah. It's like, not good. No, it's not possible that we missed anything searching through this trailer. It's not like I was trying to continue searching it and then we just made out and left. No, no. it's not like I told Archie he was God in the middle of our search. <laughs> right and in he front of the, the closet before he looked in it. It's not like that happened, guys. 
I don't understand why Betty's not that mad. Like, she doesn't seem as mad anymore. Like, I would punch the fuck out of her. She got over it. Yeah, she got over it in between episodes. Like, Archie got over his mom and dad being divorced. So, um, then they meet with Alice, Fred, and Molly Ringwald. I would be so mad if my kids pulled that. Like, if if I had kids and they came up to me and were like, yeah, we broke in, committed a few felonies, and yeah... We think you Rihanna should vibes. deal with this. I would be so mad. They'd be. They were like, "You're the one who said be gay, do crime." Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Archie during this scene does the acting thing where every single person does this while acting. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's where you start a line and then hit your leg in the middle of your line. It's like, but dad. Yeah. <laughs> and it it's so funny because because in the audio you can just hear it just like this little tap and it's still in the audio <laughs> okay i'm sorry this is later but i wrote down a similar thing when they're all walking to the hotel to find mustang there's a part where the guy who plays kevin steps on a bag and you can hear him stepping on the bag and he looks down and he obviously didn't mean to and the actress who plays veronica turns around and looks at him to make sure he's okay because he stepped on something and they kept all of it in <laughs> and it's so funny like i love this show you can hear him stepping on the bag and then it just cuts like it's really good it's rough this show makes me so deeply happy like i think i can't imagine how many just one takes they do for scenes to get it this way so many anyway all this fucking sucks yeah (laughs) <laughs> so, um, Archie's mom, whatever her name is, says that anything... Her name's Molly found... Ringwald, sorry. Okay, she says that, um, anything they found is inadmissible in court. But Archie goes, I don't care what happens to me. And I'm like, that is not what she said. That is literally not what she said. Look, like, this is the he... boy that, that... He's so stupid. This is the boy that's going to turn down another court case because it's going to be inconvenient to the people around him. He's not the best with the judicial system. No, he goes to jail later just because he decided to give up. Yeah, yeah. And (laughs) I'm glad he did. And then we we have Betty texting Archie. And once again, they don't do the Taylor Swift thing to just hold notes to the window. (laughs) I have in my notes, GF brings up Taylor Swift notes thing. Yes. Just hold notes to your windows. Why? I, well, great points. Fantastic points. Love it. Concept. Why are they texting at all? How has Betty gotten so over the fact that they blindsided her? She's like, sup, Archie. Want to come explore with me? Even though, like, literally one hour ago, she was explicitly exploring without them because she was mad at them. Correct. Yeah. Lord. Then we have one of the saddest scenes where Jughead calls his mom in the phone booth Mm -hmm. and just cries. Uh And it made me actually sad for him. See, see, here's the thing. It did make me sad. Yeah. And then as he was crying, he let out a whimper. And the whimper was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And it sounded like just a little bit like he was orgasming. And like it it kind of ruined the moment for me. You know, you can't. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway. Then he tries to get a new bus ticket. And no, you know again... that classic moment when you call your mom and then you, like, have an orgasm? 
Oh, that sounds bad. That sounds horrible. I know that's why I said it. Don't have a good track record, given that your name was once Mom. E. There you go. She finally said no, it. No, I did not. Post. I did not we say did it. it. No, yes. I, I paused yes. between. I paused. The pause was It doesn't correct. matter. Oh my god, it happened. Your name was once Mom. Your name was once Mom. Your name was once. Your name was once. Your name was once. Your name was once. Mom. Mom. Your name is Mom. Your name is Mom. Oh, I miss Mom. Yes, I would love that. Mom. 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 The pause was on purpose. It was like a censoring pause. We did it. No, it it's like when it's no, like it's when just... honest murderer censors his, like himself when he curses. <laughs> just, <laughs> hey mom, how do you? Uh, oh no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> the fact that you felt it necessary to recreate it when you didn't have to just really sent me. <laughs> That's on the internet forever now. That is on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is bad. This is the I mean, same. Uh, incest is a common theme in this episode. I I can't like I can't express to you how happy I am that I spent this entire week making like a deeply like introspective deep dive into education and then i come here and also do a podcast format where i pretend to orgasm while i'm on the phone with my mother that's so funny oh no but if you're worried don't worry just you might be worrying but don't worry i understand you're having a panic attack but just like don't Okay, have you considered? Okay. So, Scene four. <laughs> then Veronica meets with Hermione. Um, they, and she's like, let's get the passports and run away. Like, yeah. Like I, they won't fucking extradite you? Bitch, that's not how it works. I love how every single character went from this is fine to like, we gotta escape to another state as fast as possible. All of them are just like, let's flee immediately. I would love if the whole cast just left and that was the end of the season. Like every person fled to a different place. <laughs> that would have been amazing. It's, uh, it's one of those moments where I don't understand where, where Hermione and Veronica would go because no. they say that this is the only thing that they own. That's how the, the, the season begins. Yeah. So, then the concept becomes Jug, Veronica, and Hermione all on a bus to nowhere together. <laughs> and they're just on the side of it being like, castaways. <laughs> we are castaways. Okay. <laughs> That's just a funny image to me. Okay, okay. <laughs> you are so sleep deprived. Okay. The next scene, we go to Betty and Archie, and then they're looking for Jug. And Veronica calls Archie, and she's like, why didn't you invite me? And it's, like, so obvious that it's because she's not friends with Jughead. <laughs> like, 
why would they invite you? Like, even they know that she's not friends with Jughead. Much more important, the moment when you're, like, on a very intense investigation for a missing person, and then you get a call, and it's your girlfriend being like, I'm not doing well, guys. No, did you hear what she said? She said, I'm on the verge. That is how she phrased it. And I was like, what's happening? What are you doing? Huh? What does this mean? I was so lost. Why would she say it like that? And then and then the concept, the concept that they just go back to Pops, which yeah. is where they started this whole episode, thereby making the past 10 minutes completely pointless. I know. Yeah. This Correct. show is just so bad at this. That would have been funnier because Jug could have walked into Pops, seen all of them sitting, and then immediately turned around and just... Yeah, I would have done that. Um, and then they meet Jugs at, Jug at Pops, not Jugs at Pops. And, um, oh, that, oh. That's, that's alongside Weatherby's dick. <laughs> Jugs that pop. <laughs> oh, I, I should explain. Witching Hour at Thornhill. Jugs means boobs. I know. Jugs means tits, Miha. <laughs> that was one of our bios. I know. It's a good bio. And then, and then we go to FP confessing. No, we, well, we didn't talk about how Jug, Jug goes up to Betty, and Betty's like, I'm sorry. What did Betty do? I know! Why are we making her the villain? She didn't do anything. Betty? What did Betty do? She did nothing. We notes. talked about that last episode. What? He got really mad at her, and she didn't do anything wrong. Didn't know they were being dicks. <sighs> Let me because... check, check in my notes. Yeah, she did nothing. Yeah, she didn't do anything. Here's the thing. She didn't even do anything last episode. I, know. I don't think I know. she was in it, personally. <laughs> she didn't do anything. And she's like, I'm sorry. And then he forgives Archie and Veronica for some reason. And they still don't tell him that they didn't find the gun. At no. That happens way later. Oh, it does. This yeah. man's father is in prison. And they think he is being framed. And instead of saying the one piece of evidence to his son that would explain why they think that, they just don't. They just don't for a little bit. Yeah. Correct. Also, I don't remember when this happened, but Jug gets a ticket to Florida. Oh, yeah. that image is so funny to me because imagining Jug in his beanie in, in Florida. Florida. Just with swim trunks, but like still the beanie yes. on. Somebody draw he, us fan art of that. I he, wish we had more listeners. <laughs> he he has he has he has swim trunks that are just like bright pastel blue with the crown on them. Yeah. Just a bunch of times. Okay, so then we go to FP with the sheriff and flashbacks, and there is so much exposition. It should be illegal how much exposition there is. Like Look, look, I understand that you're right. But also FP confessing is the single sexiest he has ever been. Concept. That was kind of hot. He's looking especially dilfy to me. I love just witching hour at Thornhill heard me say that, that he was hot. And just I saw her brows furrow. Like she, she's like, I hate that. You can you can't say that, honest murderer. That's bad. <laughs> I know you can say that. I'm just not relating. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, something something about Skeet Ulrich confessing to murder 
got me and like okay, just see, a little that's, no an interesting state okay what that scene reminded me of is you haven't seen scream but spoiler alert he's the murderer guy in scream but he's like the sexy boyfriend and then he's like also the murderer um and that reminded me of that scene because in that movie she's like in love with him and then she finds out he's the murderer and he's like yeah and it's like supposed to be sexy but also he's a murderer that's what that reminded me of like he was channeling that oh my energy God. like heather's Yes, I'm a murderer, like Heather's. But like, That's exactly what Scream is. In a hot Heathers. way. Look, look, look. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. You told me about a movie that I know nothing about. And so I'm like, oh, let's talk about a thing that kind of relates to it that we both know about. Because I'm going to try and relate this story you're telling me to other things that you and I can both know about. Because that's what a conversation is. But and then you're like, no, no. She doesn't know either of these. I know the plot of Heather's. Yeah! <laughs> she watched the, the Riverdale musical episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and it was relevant to this show. And then you're like, that's not Scream. Redacted. <laughs> I you haven't seen yourself. it. <laughs> you name dropped yourself. <laughs> episode this is so terrible this is really bad okay anyway and then it stops getting hot when fp starts crying i wanted to give a reminder that this man eventually becomes the sheriff somehow he does he does yeah Um, also daddy count one just so you know and then he's also like and then when I then I realized it must have been Jason. Like, bitch, there are like three redheaded people in that fucking town. Like, there's one family with exclusively redhead people. And also and the Archie. One... <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about him. He doesn't. <laughs> He's not important. <laughs> but like, there's one family with exclusively redhead people. My first thought would be that this kid belongs to that family. It is a very funny question of. Oh, yeah, this redhead preppy boy walked up to me saying he wanted to run drugs so he could run away from his family. And then I proceeded to ask zero questions. I and know. And then the night I was about to kill him, I had the thought, wait, redhead preppy? The only redhead preppy people in this town? Have I have I uncovered some deep dark secret? I must murder. He's also <laughs> wearing his letterman jacket. Yeah, in all of the clips. The yes. one that on its front yeah. says, Jason. Yes. <laughs> Justin so FP bad. is literate and colorblind. <laughs> it's oh, canon. No. Oof. And then we have the Blossoms having breakfast. They're having waffles. No, we don't have that. We have the kids finding Sheriff Keller first. Okay, okay, okay. There, while they were doing the scene, there was music in the background. Yes! I and wrote down the music. I wrote it down. It was gorgeous. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it was just doing that what? constantly. Yeah. I wrote I wrote down the dramatic music. What? It sounds like they're doing Jaws music. Oh, it does sound like they're doing... It sounds like somebody doing acapella Jaws music. <laughs> Just, just, sorry, just the pitch perfect, but they're just doing the Jaws theme. No, pitch perfect, but they only do movie soundtrack sounds like they're just <laughs> shining. 
<laughs> and like Star Wars. <laughs> but, but it's still the the, 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 like the acapella sing off. Yeah. <laughs> what person's doing? Why? And they have still the beatboxing girl going. <laughs> and then another team has to go off of the point. Oh. Into like a. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> They do the Scooby Doo background music. Oh no! <laughs> they just yell the Harry Potter theme. Yeah, the team that's really bad at the correction at the end of the scene instead of being it to it's it's like no they actually sing a blah and you went with a blah <laughs> sorry are you okay sir no he is I not really did it That's to so you. Funny. <laughs> i did it to myself i took my myself down every single step of that logic train and still lost it when i got to the end that's like when I texted you, um, when I get to hell, I get to see um, Ronald Reagan eating ass. <laughs> and I didn't realize it was funny until after I sent it, and I started crying. Ooh, oh, oh, Lord. What's the next scene? Okay, the next scene is um, the waffle scene that my exactly. girlfriend was talking about. Waffles. That's waffles. my only thought. Yeah, I agree. You notice the weirdest things. So, so... Thanks. It's my job. This scene, I do want to talk about. Because Clifford Blossom says, I went to the station, looked our son's killer in the eye. And then it cuts to two of them just sitting across the table. And the implication is that they, he just went in there, sat down, stared at FP, yes. and just okay, went there. Just, like, had a staring contest. I wrote that down. I wrote down... That he just, it's the weirdest flashback in the whole world. Because first of all, you didn't have to do a flashback to that. Like, it's one second. And then it's just him staring into FP's eyes. And then it just cuts back. And it's the weirdest thing in the whole world. It's so weird. Because because what, 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 what would have been funny is, is if Hal had been like, I went to the station, looked our son's killer in the eyes, and then it cuts, and instead of being sane, it's him just, like, a flipping a chair over. Yeah. And then cuts Correct. right back. But instead, they just have a moment of... Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> and no so one weird. addresses it. Because they can't. It's a flashback. Someone edited that the in. Flashback? They keep doing flashbacks that don't matter, like the Cheryl with her standing with the ring over the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, it's like these. It's it's flashbacks to to like mundane moments that don't matter. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like they're trying to do like flashbacks as imagery. It's like they read something as imagery in a book, and they're like, "Well, I can't do that imagery," and so they just do it in a flashback for like some reason. Well, the theme has been when they do little flashbacks like that, it's to things that didn't really happen the way they said. So, like, when Cheryl said that she flushed the ring, she didn't flush the ring. But I think in their head, they're like, yeah, the flashback makes it seem like she did. That Cheryl toilet scene just wasn't a flashback. It never happened. Yeah. It was just a made-up scene yes. that never happened and that was happening to no one ever. That's what I'm talking about is that 
um clifford says he just looked at fp but he didn't really just look at him he like threatened him and he yeah. whispered in his ear for some reason so um, <laughs> not his ear his forehead whispered <laughs> so, straight at his forehead <laughs> so then like every time they do flashback it's it's them trying to convince you of something that didn't happen but if you know that then every time they do a flashback you can be like yeah that didn't happen and then it's like solved it's so weird anyway yeah anyway next scene we're in the cafeteria is that really what school lunches look like in America? Because what no, the not at not at my our school. No. Oh, okay, look, I God. was I was busy because as Jughead walked over to Cheryl, there was an extra in the background that said, "I can't believe it was Jughead's dad," <laughs> and like it just sent me reeling. <laughs> That's my new favorite character. I hope all of you realize background extra that said that one line killed it well i wanted to go back because they're all eating lunch and kevin just inserts himself into lunch like without asking like he's just like hey guys what are we talking about and they all look at him like we don't want you to be here and it's really funny kevin just inserts himself without asking oh no i stand by that very rough don't do that people uh -huh, it is very rough always so kevin's a virgin consent. so it's not an abusable feature <laughs> whether it be stick it all comes that's it comes together it all comes together oh no <laughs> <laughs> love it love it so then, and then uh, yeah. uh cheryl commits a, a physical abuse like an actual crime yes and yeah. then jughead gets in trouble why does he get in trouble poor people because he's from the wrong side of the tracks Jesus He's Christ. a roughin' toughin' boy. That sounds like Bo Burnham's country song voice, and it just sent me. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. This is um, going well. And then we go to the next scene where Cheryl's like, I barely touched him. After yeah, exactly. I legitimately pummeling him. Yeah, she hits him so hard. Like, I feel like as soon as Cole Sprouse walked off, he was like, that hurt. Yeah. Like, what the hell, man? You just yeah. actually laid into me. Um, but anyway, the very important part of this scene, unless anyone has thoughts about it. I'm good. The very important part of this scene is that Cheryl's like, I'm not doing okay. And then Be Betty says nothing. And then it cuts away. Once again, reinforcing my favorite trend of Riverdale, implying that uh, somebody doesn't say anything and just, st <laughs> just stares at someone that just said something really sad. She's like, I'm not doing well. Like, I th I'm thinking... I'm thinking of doing things that are not good. It's just like, let's see what Archie's doing. Because, okay, Riverdale doesn't like to finish scenes. I don't think they know how to end scenes very well. Like, they really, really, really don't. So they always just cut. So they don't have to deal with it. But they could have cut at least on, like, Betty walking to comfort her. Or, like, anything. It's just Betty standing there, and it looks like B-roll from, like, before they called action for yeah. one of the takes. It's so, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. The next scene is FP and Archie talking. Not FP. Um, Fred and Archie talking. Archie's and, being valid. Yeah, Archie's and right. I, what the Archie's hell? Archie's lying. Archie says he never considered Chicago, despite literally oh, yeah. last episode considering moving to Chicago. Yeah, but that's I mean, fine. Yeah. He's right in the general sense. Yeah. Of like, of like, they should take care of Jug. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
because Fred is like, yeah, this poor child's father just got arrested and now he's in trouble at school for no reason. I'm going to kick him out of my house. <laughs> what the hell? This is this is like almost foreshadowing of Fred getting CPS involved, but I don't know if that's what they mean. I don't think that they're trying to do that. I think they just want a conflict with Archie and his dad. Yeah, yeah, that's they fun. just want a cool scene. Well, they didn't achieve it. That's I know super, they super dope scene of domestic conflict. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's what they were trying to do. This that, is like, a metaphor for abusive parenting. <laughs> Eat a Snickers, you're not you when you're hungry. I well, will I say, I will say, I think this is like the third time in the past two episodes that there has been a scene of Jug sitting somewhere yeah. while other people talk about him, uh -huh. and then he leaves at the end. Oh, I know that um, Witching Hour pointed out that Jughead was just like, I'll sleep in the garage, as if that's what the conversation was about. Like, oh. Don't worry. I don't. I won't, I won't live with you guys. I'll just be in your garage. That's just so I'll just weird. be over there. I can sleep in the hood of a car. I'm used <laughs> to tight spaces. The hood of a car. Not the trunk. Oh. The yeah, hood. It's an electric car. You know? Jesus no, it's it's the it's the car that they haven't gotten around to actually fixing, but they own. Yeah. You know, oh, the, the, yeah, like, of course. That crappy roadster that yeah. has nothing in its hood, so you can just like climb in there. So then we have uh Alice and Betty hear a noise in the house and then it's how? Like <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, best scene, best scene, best scene. Princess time. Should have shot him. They're related! They're related! They're related! They're but related. there's something like, something weird about Hal turning around and they're like, oh, it's just Hal. And that was weird to me because in my head I was like, oh my god, Hal's there. Like, kill Hal. He's terrifying. But no. They're just like, oh, it's just him. Oh my god. But them saying dad and Hal in like very disappointed voices, that got a legitimate chuckle. Like, I have to give credit where credit's due. Them just being like, dad, what the hell? What the? F Come on. What the hell? What the hell? <gasps> <gasps> I love you so much. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. Just silently sipping soda. Ooh, alliteration. Yummy. That's <laughs> yeah. time. Silently revealed... sipping soda sexually. Um, sensually. With your mom. Yeah. <laughs> with so your mom. On the line. Ah! <laughs> it's revealed that Hal took the notes. <laughs> We gotta get through this episode. Hal took the notes. For, for no reason. For the reason of, and I cannot stress this enough, for the reason that in this man's mind, he was like, oh, if Sheriff Keller keeps digging, he'll find about the murder that happened a hundred years ago. And then he'll make the logical conclusion that both <laughs> of us are still so hung up on this murder because obviously that's what you would do, that I would kill their son over it for some reason. Legal issues, I will now commit a felony. It's, it's <laughs> such a funny train of logic to me because no one follows it except for Hal. Well, this plotline bothered me because, okay, he wanted Polly to get an abortion, right? Yeah. Why didn't he just go, that's an incest baby? Wouldn't that help? <laughs> well, I mean, okay. I looked this up. Third cousins, it's actually fine. Like, genetically, you're pretty much fine having children together. So if, you're, if your third cousin's one, it's legal in the U.S., every state. And two, it's genetically fine. 
so I ju- I do want to make the point that this entire conflict for Hal and for the Blossoms kind of revolves around a relationship that's like eh, it's, it's fine. still yucky and I don't like it. But like and- I feel like I feel like if you were dating someone. And then you found that it was your great grandparents that were related. I don't like. I feel that. like that wouldn't, but I feel like that wouldn't be a problem that you wouldn't be able to cope with. You know, if you're having a child, that makes it worse. Sure, but like, it's it it would be worse to me if I found out that we were related by anything closer. You know, I mean, great yeah. grandparents is just far enough that I'm like, I don't like. Oh, that if at we're all. if 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 I were truly in love with someone, and then we we found out that somehow through sperm donor magic, great grandparents related, I'd be like, sperm donor magic is the new description of this podcast. <laughs> new names, uh, through sperm donor magic, great grandparents, and like we were like in love, married, whatever. I feel I like. like the fact that we just found out great grandparents wouldn't like that. It would be something we'd have to talk about and have legitimately discussions it's about. Something you should talk about that. But then, but like at some point, we'd cope with it, and then like two years later, we'd start making jokes about it. No, that's not true. Like a week later, we'd start making <laughs> jokes about it because I'm me, and like I feel like it could be fine. I was just saying that. If he wanted her to have an abortion, maybe he should have mentioned this as it's the most compelling reason for her to get an abortion. You mean how when the moment she finds out, she looks at her pregnancy belly is like, no. (laughs) Oh, God. Abort mission. (laughs) (laughs) To hell. (laughs) Ah. Oh my god, I have my notes. Hell yeah, purebred blossoms. Here we go. Yikes. Um, They like incest. That's fun. Oh my god, then we go to the witching hour at Thornhill, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's me. And then they talk about eugenics. Fun. And then Betty gets really close to Penelope, and it kind of looks like they're gonna kiss. They keep the show doesn't know how to make characters be mad at each other without looking like they're gonna make out in two seconds, and it's really funny to me. But it's it's only bad for Betty, because Betty's the only person consistently getting mad at people, and it always feels like it's gonna turn. I'd also like to point out that in this scene, um, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? I keep forgetting the parents' Penelope. names. Penelope. Yeah. Um, Penelope says that the Blossoms are mentally stable, and that threw me off, because they have never, ever been mentally stable in any episode, ever, 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 (laughs) so that's not good, um, I, I also like the implication, like, as soon as she said, there's, they, uh, those babies can be no more Blossom blood, which is wild line. It does bring up the possibility that the Blossoms just continually practice incest. Yes. And that's a plot line later, isn't it? Yeah. They just drop that. There's like, don't need that for right now. Well, there's also a scene where they walk in and they don't, they say that, they say something about like incest, but they don't say that it's Polly. And there's a moment where the Blossoms are like, and they, I feel like they just don't know who she's talking about yet. Like, they don't know. Like, in my head, I was like, Cheryl's like, are they talking about me and my brother? And then they're like, it's Polly. And she's like, oh, you know? So then we get to the next scene, and it's morning in Archie's house. Yes? 
Yeah, they meet Archie's mom at Pops. That's the next which scene. Means, which means Jug bought a whole bus ticket for 6 a.m. to Florida. Then heard, oh, we're going to try to kick you out of the house. And then, and all of that still didn't get on the bus. Yes. Yeah. Completely actually forgot about the bus. The bus is never discussed again. They never talk about it. There is no bus. How dare you even assume that there was a bus? There's a train behind Pops, just in case. <laughs> I also wanted to point out that Archie calls Jughead Juggy twice in this episode. That's fun. I want to point out that Archie's mom says that she was at the sheriff's office all night. And let me tell you, the the image of of, of just her staring contest with FP, because that's all that they do ever. Just staring contest with FP for like five hours. Gorgeous. Oh, boy. Can you just imagine for one second, one second talking to someone for five hours and then having to take notes that entire five hours so you can tell your son about the talk that you just had over the past five hours with no sleep yeah awful also should we do an ad how long have we been talking oh my god we have ads in this show let's run an ad that's great what you got right thornhill give me an ad ad break Great. Love it. I was so asking for you to just give me an ad. <laughs> but so you went full you Muppet. So you you you're heard so I saw your brain short circuit. Your eyes go wide. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I love you so much. Sponsored ad by Percy once again. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was I a good Muppet him. voice. That was a good Muppet voice. I told him that you're getting me chocolate that says that. I told him about that. That says ad break? No, that says powered by pussy. I'm getting her chocolate <laughs> vagina. A chocolate vagina that has engraved in it ad break. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. Can you imagine if on the ad breaks we were all just like, I'm going to go have sex and come back? <laughs> That's so funny. I'm just sitting here on Zoom like, hmm. The mic goes muted for a really used- long time. <laughs> Glad she's getting used out of those dental dams. <laughs> Ad break. Now back to the show. So, fun fact: I don't know if you know this, Sarah, but we all have we all have access to all of our social media accounts. I mean, that would make sense. Also, follow us on social media: Instagram at Endgame Riverdale Podcast, Tumblr uh, at Endgame Riverdale Podcast. You can email us if you want to. Podcast at gmail.com but we all have access to the same social media accounts and so that means that i can go on the instagram see what's happening and have fun and then i realized as i logged on to our instagram account that i now have the power to look up just piss on instagram and like post after post until every single post when you scroll down on instagram is just piss so, so I haven't I haven't told Weatherby's dick about this, but you actually do that. Yeah. <laughs> so now I have a lot of piss posts to text you. That's really funny. I have a no, lot. No, okay. I can no. You can go on Instagram and you can look at liked posts. 
on a page. So I'm going to do that right now and look at the like the things you've liked. I'm looking at all of them right now. I'm seeing all of the things you've liked. Oh my god. Did I like one of our own posts on accident? I'm going to Looks like that. it. I've seen one of them. I've seen the I got a pee in his mouth one. I've That's seen that fun. one. That one just says I hate children. Yeah, there's but it has it has the the tag piss kink and something about I hate children hashtag piss kink did it to me. Okay, this is one of the, this one says can I pee inside my wife? I've talked about this with many people that if I was straight, I would be so terrified of that exact thing happening. I would be so scared. Anyway, you told me that. Can you check? I know. The one that's from Vent, which I've told you about Vent before, and it's a wild app. Yeah. Just one, two, three, I drink pee. Love I'm it. looking at all of them. Oh, Lord. I can send them to you if you want. I'm did, just looking at did them. Did you but... know? Did you know that there is, an, there is an entire meme account, Party Poison Likes Piss, dedicated to... To one person in specific from MCR. I just having saw a this kick. one and it destroyed me. It's so funny. <laughs> that one just did it to me. That one really did it. That was my last straw. It says hashtag relationship goals. Hashtag sexy. Hashtag when's the wedding. Hashtag when is the wedding? Oh, that's oh, so no. funny. Okay. Just also, just like the tweet, parallel universe where people drink piss. Bartender, yeah. what'll it be? Me, piss. <laughs> <laughs> just the simplicity of that joke. So this is my new quest. My new quest is to make all of the posts when you scroll down on our Instagram piss related. And to also make that anyone that follows our Instagram is then associated with piss. <laughs> and so Hold they'll on. get more um, piss content. Follow. <laughs> I'm unfollowing my own podcast. Why are you unfollowing it? Kidding. The piss memes. There was a joke. Think about the piss memes witching hour at Thornhill. Yeah, that's why I would unfollow. I'm kidding. Everyone should follow us. We're amazing. I so bring it, bring it right back around to the television show that we're supposed to be talking about. Okay, the next scene is veronica and archie talking on the couch about their friends I no 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 it's not it's it's jughead meeting fp sorry that's my bad sorry oh oh and jug gets really mad fp's like i didn't do it i mean sorry jug P, fp's like i did do it and then jughead's like why did you do it fp's like you wouldn't understand and then, and then Jughead is like, what I hate you, Dad. And then FP's like, I know. And no, then Jug what leaves. I wrote down is, no, Jug says, I was happy for the first time in so long. Sad. But then at the very end of this conversation, FP says, are we done? And um, Jug's like, yeah. And he turns to leave. And then FP goes, wait. And I'm like, sir, you just said, are we done? <laughs> he and wanted, then you're like, never he mind. He wanted the dramatic moment. Okay. It's not, it's just why. Like, what was that? Look, if it, the absolute power play of saying, are we done? And then as they walk away, be like, no, wait, wait a moment. Oh, I'm God. not done. 
You That's didn't so ask stupid. me if I was done. We're continuing this conversation, mister, and it's on my terms. So funny. And then we have Veronica and Archie talking. And we have the line, which is my favorite scene. Um, because Veronica says, oh, no. Yeah, Archie says, it's weird. And Veronica goes, what does Betty think? And then he goes, that it's weird. And for some reason, that was so funny to me. Because it's such lazy, right? Like, he's like, it's weird. Why? That's Betty says, it. like, it's, oh, it really does something to me. It's such lazy writing. I love it so it's much. It's weird. It was like weirdo. I mean, it, it didn't fit, fit in. in, and it's like it didn't want to fit in. It's like you've never seen it without this stupid hat on. <laughs> that's like weird. Um, so that's that scene. Any thoughts about Veronica and Archie talking on the couch? Literally, didn't remember that scene happened. I only remember it because of that line. It's so funny. And then we have their interrogating Walkine. That's the next scene. Right, Walkine. Where Kevin's like, you're a criminal. Yeah, so you Walkine, are Walkine a said criminal. that that Walkine said that uh, FP that he came in and saw FP with Jason's dead body yeah. and he helped cover up the murder. And yes. Kevin says, Walkine, you're a criminal. He Which, says like, it in the worst way he could say it. Like he pauses. I feel like we have to address Kevin. You're dating someone from a gang yeah. known for running drugs. Yeah, he's obviously a criminal. He's in a gang. What? What were you? What'd you think about him? Kevin's such an idiot. Like he's so stupid. In your <laughs> mind, what do you think the gang was, Kevin? Just want to know. That's why I'm so confused because earlier in the episode. Um, Betty goes up to him and she's like, yeah, we think that Walkine might be involved. And Kevin's like, no, absolutely not. And I'm like, oh, why? Like, the what? first time you hooked up with him was while a deal with the serpents was happening behind you. <laughs> what? You've been to the white worm. You've seen it! <laughs> See, this scene would be different if he didn't know that he was in the Serpents. Like, if Kevin didn't know the whole time, and then he was finding out. But he's just like, what? You've committed a crime? <sighs> so stupid. I, I, like, I feel like that at this point, at this point, I feel like we have to address... How not a single person in this cast has an actual relationship with Jason Blossom? No. And so none of them, none of them care no. that Jason's dead. Yeah. They just all care about like the repercussions, but the repercussions only exist because they investigated it. Yeah. Right. Jug and Betty are investigating this out of like pure thrill and like some sadistic desire to figure out this murder. That's it. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, all of the blowback to like FP to ha to Betty's family is a direct result of them getting involved. Yeah, and they don't even care about Jason. Okay, well, the the thing I think Betty is involved. The thing is, they're all involved with other people. Like Betty's sister is involved, and now Jughead's dad. I don't know why Archie is there. What does Archie have to do with? They any play of football. This? Play football with him once, and what Veronica's, Veronica Veronica's also there because she moved in, and it just happened. 
also and, and Kevin's there because he was dating the boy that kind of did it. Does Jason have any friends? I thought about this and I don't think he does. Reggie. No. He's on the murder board. He's a suspect. Okay, you know who else is on the murder board that we find out in a scene, like, right after this? Veronica's on the murder board. Veronica does not get moved off the murder board until this episode. She wasn't even here. (laughs) That's why they, no, Veronica's on the murder board. And in one scene that cuts away very quickly in this episode, Betty and Jug look at her on the murder board. And they go, she wasn't in town. And they take her off of it in this episode so this entire time she was a suspect for some reason on the murder board veronica was a suspect in this murder for no reason and she was coming with them on the investigations and they were like yeah it could be veronica do you ever just move to a new town and immediately commit a murder? It's making no, me lose my no. mind. Do you ever just move to a new town and then immediately commit a murder two weeks ago? It's making me go crazy that she was on the board this whole time. <gasps> and she was separate from Hiram. There was yes, Hiram and then there was, was the rest of the family committing yes. the murder. It was Veronica herself was a name on the board that they moved off. They Why did they show us that? Why did they show us that scene? <laughs> Why? I feel like they could have removed Reggie from that board and it would have made much more sense because it would have... <laughs> yes. Because he's at least a sensible suspect. Yes. As one of the only people that had a a connection to Jason. Which also, I just want to say, all of the people at Jason's funeral that were like, we're his friends, they never talked to them in this entire investigation. Which I feel like, if you're investigating murder, you want to talk to the people the person knew. (laughs) No, my horse laugh. Get out of here. Okay, sorry. Suppress. <laughs> you have a horse laugh. She ate an apple. It's meant to be. Oh, cute. Where where are we? Where are and, we in this show? And then they all and then there's the scene where they all walk to Mustangs and there's the shot of them walking outside and Kevin steps on the bag and Veronica's like, huh? And then they just got like, That's really funny. Okay. I cracked it. I cracked the code this scene. I figured it out. The serpents are Jellicle Cats. Mustang, Mustang is like his unique name, which is why we call Joaquin Joaquin, which is like a normal name because that's that's his normal name, just like Jellicle Cats have normal names. But then they also have their special unique names, and that's Mustang, that's Tallboy, that's whatever. Baby Teeth. Baby Teeth. And that's, that's the normal, that's the Jellicle name. And then also, this implies... That all serpents have, like, a unique third name known only to themselves. And if it is worse than than baby teeth, I would like to know what it is. Anyway, that's what I found out. That's okay. what this I... This is just further proof that the next musical episode should be cats. Should be cats. And all of the serpents should, should, should sing... Oh, oh. First of all, the next musical episode should be centered around the serpents. Let's be clear. The serpents are singing it. And every single serpent should, like, do the naming of cat song. Oh, my God. Do you realize they missed the opportunity to do West Side Story? Oh. They did. I don't want them to do West Side Story. Like, fully. I hate I would, West Side I Story. I would rather they so do So I cats. would love that. Like, 
Anyway, all of the serpents do the naming of cats, and then, like, a bunch of them sing parodies of cat songs, but, like, uh, like, uh, like baby teeth instead of, I don't know, like, Mr. Mistopheles. Oh, icon. But great. You don't even have to pay me for this idea, Riverdale. You can just take it. They I don't, should make I don't them, want it. They should make them look like cats, though. Like, they should dress them in the cat costumes and not explain no, it. No, no, no. They should put them in absolutely horrible snake costumes. <laughs> like, the entire t- Like, no room for their arms, either. They're just slithering. <laughs> On the ground. Like... <laughs> they're, like, trying to do, like, ballet, but they're in a one-piece snake costume. <laughs> It just looks like trying. they're spinning. Just like a 360. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's good. That's anyway, great. Anyway, Mustang is dead. Mustang. And they all see yeah. it. Yeah, Mustang died. <laughs> He's just dead. He's just chilling in the back. The amount of dead people in this episode that the children just see and have to deal with, like, and are just traumatized now, is too many. Also, Joaquin or Joaquin just sees the dead body and he books it. Yeah, he, he bolts. fucking books it. Like, he I'm runs, gonna go. Goodbye. And he's living up to his name, Joaquin. Joaquin out the door. No! Got him! It just, just leaves immediately. Um, I also want to point out the parents come after the scene. The parents are called as a group so many times in this episode. So many times every single parent is just together. Like it happens way too much. How do they I wonder if they jobs? hate it. I wonder if they, they continue to get calls from their children like all of you must arrive together. Like again, we did this yeah. yesterday. We did this five hours ago, man. Yeah. Could you could you There's not have just told body. us all there? Like maybe okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're going to all meet once a week. And you can just tell us everything that you found during that week. Because we need to stop. I have work to do. I yeah, want a construction company, Archie. None of them None of them mention how many times they're called in this episode, which I thought was weird. Because I thought Fred would be like, why is this happening again? Like, I have a life. But no. I'm building a prison. Archie, I'm doing things. We're breaking what... I can't just leave whatever you call me. You understand that, right? Mm-hmm a house and then it cuts to the worst kiss the second worst kiss i've ever it's seen bad. between walkine and kevin because they just uh, keep not moving their no mouths. they don't but Where's then it? then a very important thing happens in which kevin gets 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 <laughs> inducted yeah yeah inducted is the word i'm looking for when you're brought yeah. in, okay. Yes. Kevin gets inducted into the serpents by being given his own serpentelical name, Preppy. So that Kevin. Was such a long time for you to think of the word for so little payoff. Yeah. That was incredible. Kevin is his human name. Preppy is his servant name, and now he gets the time to consider his third name. Is his third name not Tickle Master? Later. <laughs> That's his calling. And That's then, what he sings his song about, actually, in in the Jellicle Serpents. He he sings his song all about tickling people, and that's why he should go to heaven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. 
face. <laughs> Just <laughs> no emotion, no opinion. Didn't even say yeah. It was just like, I mean, you did in fact say words there. Redacted. Can't no, take that away from yourself. you. Name drop yourself again. Oh. Okay. So that was an awful kiss. We all agree on that. Yeah. They don't move their mouths. It's weird as hell. No. <laughs> Kevin in this scene, they keep talking about Kevin in the scene with Malkine as if he is part of the friend group. And does he think he is? Think he thinks he went to the birthday is. party, but he's not. He went yeah, to the birthday no. party, and Jughead said, "Why is Kevin here?" <laughs> like, hey, but the party was inner circle only, and Kevin was there, so obviously Kevin and Jughead are inner circle. And Ethel, and Ethel is also inner circle. Okay. Okay, so then Cheryl talks to her mom, and her mom throws her in a barn. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. This is a very important scene. Like emotionally, this is a very important scene. Does anyone have thoughts about this scene before I before I say things? So, do you have any thoughts on any of it, Witching Hour? You haven't said a lot of things. Are you just like over it? Honest. Wait, hold on. I had one um thought because Cheryl thinks like at this point she thinks someone in her family killed her brother because he found out something. Like he found out something. He found out some dirt on them. And that's why they killed him. And she brings it up. Yeah. Why? Yeah. She thinks it's going to go. I, the concept of being like, I think you killed my brother. And so I'm going to come to you and accuse exactly. you of killing my brother. Because this is going to go well. Does that exactly. at the end of the episode too. Like at the end, Betty calls her and says, get out of the house. And she goes, okay. And then she just goes to talk to her dad. I'm like, Cheryl, like. <laughs> God, I hate to go back, but they do the they do the whole police scene at the the Mustang's place and first of all, we find out the sheriff's department is bigger than just one person, which mm -hmm. is wild. And we also notice that that second person is also wearing a cowboy hat, which makes which implies the that existence the that cowboy hats are part of the sheriff's uniform. Which Oh no. Amazing. Let me just say, the idea of an entire police force wearing cowboy hats makes it better. You know, going back to where we are, Cheryl and, Cheryl and Penelope are talking, and Cheryl's like, what is it that Jason couldn't stomach? Was, it, was he trying to run away from you, Daddy? What was it? And then Penelope grabs her, drags her to this barn, shows her a bunch of maple syrup, and then says the words, drown in maple syrup, why don't you? I need... They say the words, drown in maple syrup, why don't you? And I want everyone. I want, Sarah, keep this in your, this is important. This is important for you to remember. They say, drown in maple syrup. Thank you, next scene. They meet with Kevin and they find the jacket. Hell yeah, oh, yeah. put on that dead boy jacket, Archie. And contaminate the evidence. Cont Ooh, oh. Get all of your fingerprints on that jacket. Let me stick my hand in that pocket where we're going to find, may I add, illegal evidence. <laughs> Once again, Veronica's being pretentious. She just has to prove that she's rich because she mentions Mont Blanc. Like, Betty's just like, oh yeah, sometimes I lose my chapstick. And she's like, Oreo Mont Blanc. When she said that, I thought it was implied that, um, that Jason had 
chapstick or lipstick in the pocket that they were going to find and that was going to be the evidence and i was like what's happening i find it very funny that the conversation pretty much goes in veronica's mind yeah i usually lose chapstick in my lining i have expensive pens i need everyone to know this i have expensive pens anyway what were you saying about the chapstick no, but see, like, what they want is they want Veronica to have Tahani vibes, and she doesn't. That's what they want, and they can't ever get it right. So there's that. So they all watch the murder video, but you don't see the video yet. Why? I don't know. My question is, why are they all watching it and all being traumatized when just one person could watch it and be traumatized by themselves? <laughs> Shared trauma. Okay. Put it this way. If we all found the USB in a dead boy's jacket, mm-hmm. right? And then one person said, I'm going to take this to the other room and look at this. What is honestly probably porn because it is a USB in a high schooler's <laughs> jacket. Let's be clear. That's not a USB. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He saved it. He saved it on a flash drive. He like – he wanted – he was good with his porn. He paid for it and everything. He downloaded it. It was – Jason, really, really respectful about his pornography. He was like, I'm going to take this into the other room. Trust me, everyone. I'm going to watch it. Well, the thing is, like, if I was with all of you, I would not want you guys to be traumatized. And it, I would be like, I don't want all of us to watch this. I think one person should watch it. Be like, oh, dead person video, cool. I want to watch it. I also want to point out this entire plot line hinges on a USB, and the only reason that works is because they decided that USBs can exist as technology in this world when they just have weird, weird choices about yeah, they what plugged technology it, they is. They plugged present. it into their massive box of a computer that they have. Yeah, yeah, and with the, the bus with, tickets, and were they, like they they typed on the non non plugged in keyboard. <laughs> yeah. So then Cheryl finds out about her dad, and instead of leaving, she goes to confront him. Yeah, but honestly, the crying that she has, terrifying. Like, deeply soulless crying. Yeah. I got scared. I didn't like that. That was creepy. She cries without moving her face. Yeah. I hated every single moment Have you seen Get Out? There's a scene in Get Out where the, the... Do you know what I'm talking about? There's a scene where the lady is on the phone and she's pretending to be really sad and crying, but you see her and her face is completely doesn't move, but her voice sounds like she's crying and she is crying, but it's expressionless. I will send it to you. It's so disturbing. I'm not watching that. I hate that. Why would you? I, you just said a bunch of words that made something sound awful and then followed it with, you know what? I'll send it to you. Because it's incredible acting. No! It's incredible. It's Concept. so amazing. No! So amazing. Get out. Hold on. Get out. Crying. While you're doing that, I'm going to continue to talk about the TV show. So, so they, 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 they send it. To Sheriff Keller, they do all the things. Veronica and Hermione start chatting. Veronica's like, I'm sorry I ever doubted Daddy, which is wild, wild. Like, she does heel turns constantly in this series. They were they were going from, I think he did it last episode, to I'm sorry I ever doubted him this episode. And then Hermione's like, I have fantastic news that everyone is going to love. Hiram is coming back. 
Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> to the Hiram this episode. Hiram is the worst character in this entire show, and I hate him every single second that he's in. Also, what scene are you in? You skipped so many scenes. Like, None of those scenes matter. It doesn't matter. Then it's I w- so much exposition. It's a lot. And then, and then we have the confronting Cliff scene, yeah? Yeah. Great. They said drown in maple syrup and then they reveal a man hung himself adjacent to a bunch of maple syrup yeah it's like reverse foreshadowing where they foreshadow something happening and then do the opposite it's reverse foreshadowing and then the maple syrup is drugs it's not even maple syrup yeah it's just a it's sticky drugs. Look, I don't know about you, but I the idea of getting a drug payment in maple syrup, honestly, not too appealing. No. Anyway. How do you write the words drown in maple syrup? And then that same episode have someone commit suicide? In a way that is not drowning in maple syrup. <laughs> what are you doing? Now I'm it's gonna like say set something. up, set up a no, bunch listen. of pins, listen. and then instead of bowling into the pins, you like do a bowling ball on someone's head. Cheryl does try to drown herself in the next episode. But it's not a maple syrup! (laughs) I can't express to you how upsetting. Like, it's not, they are less than five minutes apart from each other. These two scenes. And the fact, the fact that they poured out maple syrup onto the ground to reveal it. He hung himself and then also threw down maple syrup as two separate things. I'm imagining if his body was in the maple syrup and it just slithered out of it onto the ground. Just like slurp, like just disgusting. If they had police dogs and they start like licking him, like, oh no, you're not okay. We have to move. Like, they say the words drown in maple syrup. Why don't you? Why did they write that if not for foreshadowing? What's the point of that line then? I think they were trying to foreshadow Cheryl trying to drown herself. Yeah, which is why it would be a twist. That, that, that Clifford, that's the whole point of it. It's you're foreshadowing one thing of having to one character, and then you get to be like, oh, switch or change, oh, you thought it was going to be Cheryl. It's not, it's her dad. Isn't that weird? You didn't see that coming, but now when you rewatch, you can hear her say this, and you can be like, oh, my God, that was good. And it's so stupid. It means nothing. 
never gonna be okay again. This is so funny. If you're this mad about this, I truly cannot imagine how you're going to deal with the River Dollars episode on this podcast. I am scared for you. I think you might die in the middle of the podcast. Just pass away. Like... Cause of death, Riverdale podcast. Cause of death, hanging next to maple syrup. It's, um... I can't stress to you how much I, I don't like this scene. I think you did. I think you did stress it. But... I think we got it now. <laughs> but... To, to 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 pivot to the other thing that I said, drugs and maple syrup is bad. Like, that's yeah, a bad combination. Good. Yeah. Also, it didn't have to be drugs. Like, the whole her opening to reveal the secret is maple syrup and people are willing to live and die by maple syrup is way funnier and way more intriguing of a reason to kill someone than, oh, it had drugs in it. Weren't the drugs covered in maple syrup? Yes. Why did they not just fill the barrels with drugs and not syrup? Exactly. You just have to, because I know they were wrapped in plastic to like protect them, but also you have to unwrap it. So you just have to get your hands in maple syrup to get drugs. And I can't imagine that's fun. Undoubtedly, undoubtedly, when they go to smoke that weed, it will have a maple syrup taste to it. Is that why they put the maple syrup in there? It's it's like the maple syrup, like ice cream cone whiskey thing that they made. I guess maple syrup just goes well with everything. How does how do we feel about this episode? My I wrote at the oh, end. Oh, I didn't think Ooh. of a rating. Shit. I didn't either. This is the first time I haven't thought of one. Oh my god, I can start. I will give this episode second, five out of I, ten I phone orgasms. Um, I'm giving Sitting it a four. Sitting in the bathroom, getting high on maple syrup vape. I'm giving it a four out of ten. Kevin inserting himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Four out of ten abused features <laughs> coming at the same time. I'm gonna need a second. Okay. You okay. just talk about piss or whatever. <laughs> I was not ready. That was really funny. <laughs> it just—it had the same energy. As like a parent be like, go talk to your friends about whatever the f you talk about. That's just that was funny because in my like in redacted, head, I was like, she thinks that when you and I have like a phone call, the whole <laughs> phone call is just like, how was your piss today? Piss, piss, piss. <laughs> we pee. Okay, oh. I'm giving this a negative two out of ten irrelevant waffles. I I can't express to you how much we we all got mad about this episode and then rated it decently. Yeah, like, it's fine. We were all like, this episode sucked, but like I kind of enjoyed it. It to was objectively I bad. I enjoy getting mad at Riverdale. But like it's actually fun to get mad at them. This was this was fun. This was an all right one. This was good. So thank you so much for listening, Sarah. I have been an honest murderer. I have been Weatherby's dick. I have been witching hour at Thornhill. Goodbye, oh.
We've had awful bios. What no, my favorite you? one is the one. Oh that... my god! Can we say good bio as our ending for this episode? Come on, that's a good pun. In- that's a good you pun. Mean, instead of me probably saying to have sex with your third cousin. With your mom. <laughs> go, go orgasm on the phone with your mom. You want me to say good bio, and then that be the cut. Yes. Okay. I will no, place I'm this. Kidding. I will you place this at the end, though, to explain that the reason we're not doing a hilarious orgasm on the phone with your mom joke is because you wanted to make a good bio pun. 